You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome back to another episode of The Food Code. We are on the mic today talking about perfection paralysis. Yes, because so many of us, so many people we talk to, so many clients get paralyzed by needing to be perfect that they never actually take action in the first place. And it leaves them stuck in the place that they don't want to be forever because they need everything to be perfect to even begin. Mm -hmm. It's immobilizing. You know, a lot of people are afraid. They're afraid of failing. Um, You know, perfectionists know this really well. Um, It's almost like it wrecks your psyche and your Mm -hmm. mindset. um, And it holds you back like from moving forward because you're so scared that the results aren't going to wow you um, or wow others say on a project that you don't even begin. So it ultimately keeps you trapped. Um, You feel stressed out. You're disappointed in yourself because you're wasting time, you know, not getting started and prolonging this. Um, And you're unable to harness your full potential um, and miss out on opportunities, which is ultimately a lose-lose situation. So today we're going to talk about three things that you can do Um, and our Friday um, tip or trick at the end. But uh, we wanted to share, you know, ways that you can start to move past this perfectionism paralysis. Yeah. So number one is prioritizing your energy. So in the throes of protection or paralysis or perfection paralysis, we often lack perspective. Mm -hmm. Example. One of Liz's clients, I'll let you share this because yeah. I know you've been working with her yeah. for a little while. Yep. So one of my clients, she gets really, really overwhelmed with her to-do list, right? Between being a mom, between working, she works in human resources. Um, she's, you know, got a blended family. Like there's a lot of things that go on personally and professionally. And then not to mention like all of your things at home or your friends and other areas of your lifestyle that you're trying to focus on with fitness and nutrition that she holds herself back before like starting any of these things because she buckets everything together as you know like the same level of prioritization yeah um and so kind of as we talked through some of the things that you know she feels are really weighing on her we started to break them apart um instead of weighing each task equally um like for example choosing a birthday card like that is not as important as that takes me a long time sometimes (laughs) i am totally a perfectionist at choosing birthday cards (laughs) i think choosing anniversary cards are even worse because like you really want to it's like once a year you want to like really show love whatever but anyway so she basically puts all of these things on the same pedestal versus kind of weighting um them differently so she realized that she also had things that she needed to share with her boss because work has picked up again and she's just drowning like it's way too much for her too many things on her plate anybody honestly in her position would be paralyzed so um, what we did was we spent some time kind of prioritizing her task list and I want to give you guys the tips that I walked her through so that you can kind of help clear up some of these roadblocks that you have. Um, So look at your global task list look at everything that you have to do and what I recommend doing first 
is doing a brain dump. Like anything and everything that comes to your mind that you want to do, you'd like to get done, put it down on a piece of paper and then start to prioritize like what matters most um, and put it in three categories. What are the things that, you know, must get done? Those are your top priorities things that you need to do, but not necessarily have to get done or must get done today and things you want to do. You know, and I gave her an example for myself. Like there are time sensitive things we have to get done for work, for example, right? There are things we need to do, certain content videos that we need to film, things like that, that we might need to research and plan for. And then there's things that I want to do, like clean out my closet or organize a a part of my house. But it's not something that has to get done right now. And so letting her do this brain dump, categorize it into three, really helped her kind of clear up some space in her mind and reduce some of her stress. You need to be honest with yourself when you do this too, because I think a lot of people will avoid things that make them uncomfortable. People will avoid things that they don't want to do, like, (laughs) you know, eating more vegetables, prioritizing meal prepping, stuff like that. And so sometimes when you do this list, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those of us that have the endless to-do lists, yes, this can be very helpful. The must do, need to do, want to do. I do this every day at the beginning of my day. We call it the power list, which is what we utilize, our five things. Um, But I, I have different things every day. And sometimes things do come up and they shift. Sure. But you have to be constantly evaluating this or else you will drive yourself crazy. And at some point, you have to let done just be good enough you know I mean Becca and I running lifestyle nutrition my husband and I have the gym then we've got the podcast then we've got different programs that we're building different courses that we're taking we're enrolled in companies that we research and write for like there are a lot of things but at the end of the day we can't work 24 hours a day right and so at some point you have to kind of shut it off and this is another thing that I like to do is there's a time cap, like seven or yes. eight PM has to be like your cutoff time because mm-hmm. you'll make yourself crazy, you know, and, and you deserve time with your family and your friends. They deserve you to be present. Absolutely. And so at some point, done has to just be good. This enough. has been mine lately. I literally every night I'm done working at five PM. Unless there is it's like this Thursday night we have the webinar at seven PM. Yep. Um I'll do that obviously. And like we have the call tomorrow at five PM for school. Um, but right now, like if, if I do not have to schedule anything at nighttime, I finish right. work. Yep. An email that I get at 3.30 p.m., guess what? It can wait until tomorrow morning. Yep. And so the next thing on this list is let just one thing that you start to accomplish be good enough. Because the problem with perfectionists is that you need everything to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And we understand this. <laughs> Perfection, although, is an impossible standard. Yep. But we get it. That doesn't stop you from seeking it out. It is a wiring thing, and we'll buy that. But unless you rewire at least a little bit, you will keep banging your head against the same walls. Yeah. So we challenge you today, can you press pause on that unwinnable game and just let one thing be okay? Yeah. Let that one thing be perfect. So, you know, guys, like let's put this in real life terms, right? Like maybe yeah. you are getting stuck late at work, being pulled into another meeting. And you thought that you were going home tonight and it's family night. You're cooking this huge organic dinner. You got all the ingredients for it, but now you are running out of time. 
it's okay if you want to stop and grab a salad for dinner or order takeout. Your kids are going to survive. I promise, yes. right? Yes. You can kind of shift and do this organic dinner or family night into a different day. Um, it could be hitting your bed to prioritize your sleep without your house being super clean and tidy and all this the laundry and all the Nick and I fight with every night. Every night, Nick like has to clean up the house as if we're doing a deep cleaning almost every night before bed. And it usually happens around when I want to be in bed. <laughs> It is a fight every night. And but I I he knows I prioritize sleep. Yeah. And guess what? Sometimes I stop and I go to bed and I say, I'll clean this up in the morning. And you know what? If he wants to stay awake and clean that right then and there, do By him. all means, honey, thank you. You do that. Thank <laughs> you. But guess what? I'm okay leaving that until the morning because these extra twenty to thirty minutes of sleep that I will get are more valuable to me. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to draw the line in the sand. Yep. So what is that one thing, you know, that one habit, yep. what's the one thing that, you know, needs to just be, needs to be good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when we look at nutrition and fitness, we see this a lot, especially in new year's, you know, resolutions. Um, but even when people come to us and they want to lose weight, they think that it's going to be this complete lifestyle overhaul overnight. What are all these things I have to sacrifice? Yeah. Tell me everything I need to start doing. I haven't gone to work out. I want in six you to months. do one thing. How yeah. about that? I haven't gone to work out in six months, but this week I'm going six days. You know, it's I'm going like, to try to work out for 90 minutes every day. Yeah. So and then you're going to be crippled because you haven't yes. worked out in six months. It's got to be one thing, like one clear focus. And, and when we look at like metabolic prehab and inside of some of our coaching programs that we have, it's very clear focuses. It, it's a lot of mental work to shift your mindset and reframe mm-hmm. some of your beliefs because again, no one is ever going to win the perfect game. I am not perfect. Becca's not perfect. None, none of us are perfect. No. And having this expectation on ourselves is only prolonging results that you desire. So yes. let's talk about things that you can start to do today. Yes. And that is take the next best step. I've said this before and I've gotten quoted by it. So if you're listening, you can quote me for this. Every meal is a chance to make a good choice. It is Tuesday. It is 2.30 p.m. If you had a cinnamon roll today or you went out for um, beers I'm and jealous. whatever. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> jealous if you had cinnamon roll today. But if you went out and you had, you know, beers at lunch or whatever, yeah. you can make a good choice tonight. It doesn't have to be pushed off until Monday. Every meal is a chance to make a good decision. So take the next best step right? We get overwhelmed with all of the things. We think we have to have a perfect meal plan. Talked about this it. This is my- why meal plans are tempting to people Yeah, because it there there's zero thinking. You are dictated what to do, mm-hmm. but then guess what doesn't happen? You don't learn anything. Well, it's and easy it's not in the sustainable long-term yeah. because I'm not going to eat rice and vegetables and chicken for every single meal in prepackaged portions for the rest of my life. And so you end up doing it And it works. And so you think that it's the only thing that's going to work. But we want you guys to be okay with just taking a small step. So if like, for example, meal planning and cooking is very overwhelming to you, why don't you just prep one meal for the week? Prep your lunches for the week. Don't worry about dinners just yet. Don't worry about breakfast just yet. Create a list of what you need for that lunch that you're going to prep for the next three to five days and go to the grocery store and get what you need for it and let the breakfast and them dinners happen on their own. What tends to happen is people think that they need to do all of it and they get overwhelmed by it. And so they then don't make a plan at all. They do not. And of they it. go grocery shopping and just buy random shit. Yeah. And then it makes nothing for them for the week. They waste food and then they end up ordering out anyways. Yeah. So we've said it a lot, a lot on our podcast, on our posts. Keep it silly, simple, the kiss method, right? Meal prep 
eating healthy, living healthy lifestyle and making changes does not have to be complicated. So like Becca said, pick one meal that you want to make for the week. You guys, it doesn't need to be like a fancy frittata for breakfast and then a three course lunch and a deluxe dinner. Like we don't do that. I, you know what I made Especially for breakfast this morning? Cook. Plain scrambled eggs with some ketchup on top. And I had oatmeal with some protein powder, some peanut butter, some cinnamon and some granola I threw on top that I found at my mom's house when I dropped off Carson. Like this was my breakfast this morning, yep. but I had it with me. It was super quick to prepare. Other mornings, I make a nice veggie scramble with some diced ham. Like, there are times and places for you to be more exciting. But if you are really new to this and it's overwhelming, keep it simple. Yep. Keep yep. it simple. Grill some chicken, season it a couple different ways, shred it, dice buy it up. Some, buy some vegetables, frozen vegetables. Buy some prepackaged. Trader Joe's is amazing. Yep. Try finding some stuff that is basically already made for you with flavors for you. And then all you have to do is heat it up, which is wonderful. And lastly, do not give yourself a start or an end date. Yep. Just start doing something. Yep. And this that, is so frustrating. This is the thing that I think a lot of people have to understand is that imperfect action is better than no action. Absolutely. So many people get, they, they literally, this is why we titled this paralyzed by perfection. You're paralyzed because you think that you have to be perfect from, you know, breakfast all the way until you go to bed. You think that if you don't get your walks in or if you don't get to the gym five you know days this week, that everything is for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's simply not how it works in life. There are weeks that I am way more, uh, you know, on top of my game and have everything dialed in to Weeks where I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know. It was Art's birthday on Sunday. We didn't prep. I'll figure it out what we have. You know, that's what I did this morning. Pulled some stuff out of my freezer, pulled some stuff out of my pantry. I'm like, okay, I'm going to use what I have. I'll get to the grocery store at some point in time. Right now, it just didn't work for me to get there this week so far. You know, and so it's like taking action with the things that I had in my house is better than saying like, well, we didn't go grocery shopping, so we're going to order out every meal, right? Take action. All you need to do, drink a little bit of water. And you guys... You doing something two days this week instead of zero days because you decided not even to start because what's the point? Because it can't be perfect. Those two days are better than zero days. Yep. And it takes the pressure off of you when you get rid of this end date. Mm-hmm. And I think that people start to notice it just becomes easier to adhere. This has to be your new normal. It has to be your lifestyle because yep. when you give yourself 30 days or three months, or eight weeks, or however long it is that you determine as like your time to get healthy and make these changes, <laughs> then you're going to give up afterwards, first of all. And you probably won't even make it through that time because it's not going to be perfect every day. And then right. you're going to say, screw it. What's the point? I didn't last the whole 30 days. And now I'm just going to give up. Well, again, it goes back to people wait for the perfect time, which there is no perfect time. Imperfect timing is often where you learn the most valuable lessons and where you build the most confidence because guess what? You showed up. You made a better decision at dinner tonight. You started drinking more water. You went for a walk because you don't have a gym membership because we're in the middle of COVID. And you build momentum and you build confidence with these decisions and it just starts snowballing in a positive way. And so if you are paralyzed right now because you feel that everything, all of your ducks have to be in a row, you have to have zero stress at work. You have to have, your kids have to disappear for the next three months. You have to, all of these things have to happen for it to be successful. You are so far from from the truth that we are trying to help you understand how you can start taking small action because like we've said, small action is better than no action. And the small action and the consistencies 
every single time, Liz and I will tell you every single time consistency beats perfection. Yep. Just work on one thing and work on being consistent with it. And guess what? Consistent doesn't mean it's every day. It doesn't mean that it's perfect all the time. It means that even when it's not perfect, you work on getting back into your routine. You work on getting back and doing what you're trying to accomplish. And it's consistency. It's the average. Right now, it's not always going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect because perfection doesn't exist. Right. And so stop chasing it and just start doing something. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. 